0: Have you wondered why right-wing MAGA Republicans in legislatures around the country are passing laws that are either trying to make, take women's rights away, suppress voters, ban books, vilify our transgender and LGBTQ brothers and sisters, and concentrate on issues far removed from policies to help families? It is simple. And Justin Jones laid out in an interview he did with Joy Reed Reed on MSNBC. Just read out, I want you to listen to uh, this young man I consider a hero.
1: Representative Jones, I want to read to you the list of what actually passed in your state legislature during this session. Um, It was further limits on teaching social justice, racial equality, political science and social work psychology and other fields, anti-trans legislation, ban on gender affirming care for transgender minors, ban on public drag performances, liability protection for gun manufacturers and dealers in the state, expanding school vouchers, $125 million in teacher pay raises. That's a good one. And transportation funding. This does not sound like the priorities, other than the teachers getting some money, of the people of Tennessee. Mm. What is the point?
2: I mean, that isn't a moral agenda. And even the teachers' raises, the part that is left out is that they attack teacher unions with that raise. Of course. Mm -hmm. And so there's always a catch. Yeah. And you see this immoral extremist agenda that's meant to deflect and distract from their failures. That in Tennessee, um, one in five children live in poverty. Mm -hmm. That we've had more rural hospitals closed per capita than any other state in the nation because we haven't expanded Medicaid. Mm -hmm. That we have, you know, people who are homeless. That we have have extreme poverty. And they wanted to focus on these issues because— they don't want us to, to really talk about how they have failed as a supermajority. They control every branch of government in Tennessee, and, and our people, their lives are not getting better. Our people's lives are still suffering, and so I think that is that is what this agenda is. It's an it's agenda to try and have you look over here so you don't pay attention to what's going on here.
1: Yeah, uh, let me. I have to play this for you because I couldn't believe it when I was hearing it. Uh, this is a mom mm-hmm. who is trying to speak with a representative named Scott Campbell. Yes. Uh, this is the exchange that blew my mind. Take a listen. <laughs> versus it's an AR-15, unsurvivable for a Which child. One? You don't want to give them even the slightest chance?
0: There, there are a lot of ways that people can die.
1: I, uh, that, was, that blew my mind. So that seems to be the mentality. Is there anyone in the Republican side who thinks differently than that? That you could even come together with to pass gun reform legislation. There, there are some that will say it quietly behind a closed door, but do they have the courage of, of knowing what's right? Do they have the courage to put children before guns? Um, that is our, uh, that's our concern. I think there, you know, there's 24 of us. If we could get 26 of them to agree, I think there probably are 26 of them that might agree with us. Do they have political courage? Do they have the ability to vote the right way? To put kids first before guns, that is the question.
0: That is the question. That is, in fact, the question. Do they have the courage? Do they have the wherewithal to do so? Um, And, you know, I mean, the the two the two Justins and I can't remember her name right now, uh, what they did in Tennessee. It's nothing short of impressive. Jones inferred that it was a bait and switch. As hospitals are closing in in the rural areas, they dominate. They do not want their constituents to know it is the failure to accept the Medicaid expansion to the Affordable Care Act. In other words, these purported pro-life politicians are killing their constituents from ideologically driven Evil neglect. This is playing out throughout our country. And the thing about it, like I tell everybody, you still have the power. How can you have rural hospitals closing around the country when there is money available if those governors chose, if those Republican uh, legislatures chose to accept the Medicaid expansion to the Affordable Care Act, which would just cost them 10%? 10% So, your life is not even worth a slight 10% of what it actually costs to serve you. This is in your hands, people. Uh, Whenever you have an issue going to the doctor, you can't because you can't afford it. Whenever you go bankrupt because of the way the healthcare is currently running, you have options. But right now, we have allowed ourselves to be snowed by the people in power who are who are paid who are paid to vote against your interest to ensure that you, your wherewithal, goes up the ladder to the select few. You are the ones supporting it, my brothers and sisters. You are the ones. All you know, people always talk. Government's bad. Government is bad. Government is not bad because we are government. We are the ones who put them there. We are the ones who have the power to say whether government is going to be good or bad. It's in our hands. It's an abrogation of our duty. It's a dereliction of our duty as citizens of the United States when we put people in there that that knowingly knowingly causes harm. It is a dereliction of the vote that we have, the vote that we've fought for. When this country was formed, only 5% of Americans could vote. We have worked it. Activists have worked it on and on. Women got the vote. Minorities got the vote. People started getting the vote over and over and over again. Folks, brothers and sisters, it's not, it's, it's, it's not a bad thing. I have one more minute here to go, so I'm going to t- say this real quickly. It's in your hands. Government is not bad, you are government. You chose how government is gonna be, let's do it.